Today on 321 Liftoff, you'll learn all about saltwater coastal fishing and the expanding freshwater fishing and why Florida's fabulous Space Coast is known as a first-rate place to fish for bass. And for all those who love to fish, you'll get some great inside tips from an expert known to all on how to catch that big one. Then, we'll talk with the enthusiastic, energized mayor of the Space Coast's largest and fastest-growing city, Palm Bay, and how this city has made a name for itself when it comes to bass fishing and why. It's all coming up right here on 321 Liftoff. Three, two, one, liftoff. We have a liftoff. Welcome to 321 Liftoff. I'm Wayne Belden, the president of Belden Communications, the publisher of the Space Coast Fun Guide and SpaceCoastFunGuide.com. We'll be bringing you 321 Liftoff each week, talking about tourism on Florida's fabulous Space Coast. With me is the host of 321 Liftoff, Bonnie King, former deputy director of the Space Coast Office of Tourism, as well as the past president of the Florida Film Commission. Bonnie, are we ready to blast off on 321 Liftoff? Hey, oh! We are ready. We are ready. And today we are at the Government Center here in Brevard County, where we're going to meet the mayor of Palm Bay, one of the 16 cities that's located right here on the Space Coast. That's Mayor Rob Medina. And we're also going to meet JT Kenny, who is a professional bass fisherman. And he's going to explain why our area here is known as the bass, as a, as a, First rate place Absolutely. for bass fishing and inside tips for all those who love to fish. So it's going to be a very interesting and informative conversation. 321 Liftoff is brought to you in part by the Beachside Hotel and Suites located right in Cocoa Beach. It's a great vacation destination for you when you visit our area. And also at Longboard's Tiki Bar and Grill located at the Hilton Oceanfront in Cocoa Beach, offering a fabulous ambiance of food and drink with great friends. And of course, the Space Coast Fun guide where you will learn what there is to see and do on this fabulous area here and of course joining me as always is john belden vice president of belden communications john do you like to fish do i like to fish i i have been fishing i wouldn't say i've been fishing well for many years but i've been fishing <laughs> for many years so if i get a rare day off uh, i'm on the water and and fishing is usually in the plethora of things i'm doing so well, i think you're gonna get, you're gonna learn a lot today. I, i'm gonna learn yeah. a lot i'm gonna ask for some technique uh, ideas and hopefully we can catch some fish this week i'll let you know jt okay yep. so <laughs> And our producer, Phil Bird, tells me he's not good at fishing and is looking forward to hearing some tips. So yeah. how you doing there, so Phil? what's the word for under amateur? What is that? Under amateur? That's more than a novice, right? I, I don't know. Uh, under beginner, under under novice, under No amateur. good. Phil. <laughs> there we go. No good. Yeah, no good. Wait a minute, but wait a minute. I think, Phil, when you went fishing for the first time, what did you catch? I did a cold. Catch a, <laughs> I, I did catch a yeah, six-foot nurse cook. shark. A six what? Hey. Six-foot nurse shark. Wow. You I got was, a nurse? How'd you get a nurse? I was horrified. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways, uh, joining us today is my father, Wayne Belden, President of Belden Communications. How you doing there, Pop? I am so fantastic. Well, you know the answer to that. You can't take it anymore. That's right. I can't take it anymore. <laughs> I think he's trying to be like Rob, you know, right. Rob Medina, most, most best. energetic. You know, hey, I am excited about being here in Palm Bay and talking with JT. You know, Palm Bay has made a name for itself when it comes to bass fishing. And it's the reason why the Bass Pro Shops, uh, America's most popular outdoor store, opened their 112,000 square foot sportsman center here on the Space Coast. Awesome. Absolutely. We have saltwater coastal fishing. We have freshwater fishing. So let's meet our guests. We have Mayor Rob Medina and JT Kenny, well-known TV personality and professional bass fisherman. Welcome, gentlemen. We're glad you're here thank, thank you, you so much, much. I want to <laughs> i'm just saying thank you so much for being here i'm excited sorry know, Man, me too <laughs> well let, let's 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 set it up so that we talk a little bit about palm bay before we get into the fishing part and, and talk about you as the mayor of palm bay and what's happening give us a little insight so good morning everyone yeah. good, good morning. morning all right let me just share and say i'll begin this by saying thank you for the opportunity of having me as the mayor of the greatest city on the face of the earth. There it is. <laughs> All right. I love it. Now, yeah, I, I love it. The day can start when he does that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. It is truly an honor and blessing for me to, to be elected mayor. Um, I'm a 33-year resident of Palm Bay. I've seen the growth. I've seen uh, the previous leadership uh, talk about bedroom community where uh, this young man back in the day, and, and I am still young. <laughs> I, I would say, me too. 
that's unsustainable to, to the leaders that were uh, leading our community in that time. So right now we are poised for greatness when it comes to commercial enterprise. And, and we're kind of like shifting towards that goal. We have a council that, that sees that we're looking to increase that commercial base in our community so that people can literally work, play, and stay within the confines of Palm Bay. They don't have to go all throughout, outside of the county even. Mm-hmm. Love it. So I'm truly honored uh, to actually be your guest. And, and then we have greatness right next to me. <laughs> We're one of the greatest bass fishermen around. Uh, uh, and just, just as a tidbit, I went bass fishing one time. There was a veterans uh, promotion mm-hmm. uh, out at the Stick Marsh a, mm-hmm. a few years ago. And I got to tell you, as a New York City boy, I was raised, hey, you me too, raised man. in New York City. <laughs> New York yeah. City. Uh, I got to tell you, when <laughs> it was exhilarating for me to be out there so early in the morning. It was zero mm-hmm. dark hundred hours, as exactly. you know. And, and I got to tell you, my experience was I pulled a 12-inch bass. Nice. 12 inch. Nice. I'm thinking I'm winning this. Time. You're the man. <laughs> I said yeah. like, whoa, this is easy. Yeah. That's the only thing I caught all day. Oh, uh, well, you know, <laughs> but, but you got that story. Yeah, I, yes, I do. Yeah, and but I, you notice I'm how not, he used the hands. He went no, like this. Yeah, like, no. 12 inch. He went 12 yeah, yeah, inch. 12 inch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was going to say it wasn't, it wasn't that big, yeah. but 12 inches is substantial. Yeah. That's what uh, I hear. It's, so, yeah. <laughs> we, we got him a lot bigger than that around yeah, Bombay. No, a lot bigger. Um, yeah, no. Yep. The, the guy that won, I think, was 22 inches or yep. something like that. And that, that was amazing to me. Wow. You ever gone gigging? I've gone gigging at night, and I almost gigged my foot. I mean, that 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 was. Did your foot look like a flounder? Man, it probably. It, well, you <laughs> yeah, can't because most of the time when you're gigging, it's either frogs or flounder. But you can't really see. I mean, you're supposed to have the lights and all that. And I was going after her. maybe maybe my foot looked like a flounder. Probably when I was done, but I felt it graze my foot, and boy, that was that, that was. I once that must be what they call a flat foot. Yeah, I am flat foot. Like I am flat foot actually. <laughs> well, now you got me feeling all conscious. I caught a uh, I caught a tire fit. Tire fish. Yeah. Never heard of it. Oh, you caught a tire. I was reeling it in. I was got bored from fishing and I hooked on. It was an old tire. Oh, this is from the mission. We're, we're pro fishermen. Yeah, uh, and, 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 and actually, no, no lie, I caught one of my previous poles from weeks before. Because I had lost it. I didn't, you know, yeah, sometimes you'll set your fishing rod and you'll open the bale. You'll come mm-hmm. back to it later. Mm-hmm. And I didn't open the bale. I left it closed. Yeah. So what yanked, I went by another pole and like three weeks later I caught it. I'm like, whoa, look at that. <laughs> Was the fish still connected to no, it? No, Daggone it. Daggone it. So JT, so tell us about yourself. We have a major personality living right here in Palm Bay. You travel all over the, all over the United States and probably the world with fishing. And you mm-hmm. do commentary on national fishing shows. I, I and do. plus you have your own fishing show so tell us a little bit about that and how you got started so i'll try not to make this too awful long but uh (laughs) when it when it all got started you know i started fishing uh you know just local events um you know tournament wise start fishing local stuff started doing pretty well started fishing regional stuff and then moved up and uh qualified i don't even want to date myself what year i got my (laughs) got my pro tour card but it was it was a while ago but for 22 years i competed on all the national trails whether it was uh fishing league worldwide or major league fishing is the most recent thing now bass masters i tra like i said traveled around doing that for years i got uh, five national championships nice and i think it was like 51 or 52 top tens in national events great job so i had a i had a decent career and uh this this opportunity came up and and i always thought that i was my end game in fishing would be in television but i i never thought at 44 years old you know because one of the great things about uh fishing tournaments is there's some guys that are doing it up into 65 70 years old that are still doing now they're not getting around as quick and not having as much success as they did when they were 35 or 40 but you still have a chance dad yeah but they're still in it (laughs) (laughs) but but i expected on a wheelchair yeah right it's okay just wheel it up on the front of the boat away you go i'll make it happen okay but Uh, jt why does age have to do with catching a fish well it's a little bit competing on the national trails in the tournaments it's a little bit different than what you think of as going out there on a boat and throwing a bobber out in the water and cracking open a beer i mean it, it's it's a it, it, at that level it's i mean it's a it's a sport like you're trying to maximize every second of every day and it's all artificial lures there's no live bait to be used it's, everything's mm-hmm. artificial and and it's i mean you're talking about it's a five thousand dollar entry fee for every event every 5, event yeah, five thousand dollar entry fee. They paid wow. ten thousand dollars to fiftieth place, 
and and the top ten, you know, it's usually a hundred or hundred twenty five thousand to win. I gotta get into fishing. Oh my well, goodness, I didn't. Yeah. Realize. <laughs> but the thing is, I mean, it's gonna take you five or six years if you're really good at it just to qualify for the pro tour. You, you wouldn't just teach the me? steps you have to go through. I'd try. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I got you here on the yeah. podcast. We can work on right. it. Right. <laughs> but but anyway, I didn't think I would at forty four years old. I didn't think I would get into the TV side of it, but. Major League Fishing came along and and they offered me this opportunity for the for to work with them on the TV show and of course I said no go pound sand I'm a you know I'm a competitor that's what I do and then I got home and got thinking about it and I called him back and I said how much does that pay yeah, <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. exactly money talks but, man but 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 honestly though it, it wasn't about the the money totally you know of course everything's a little bit about money but it was it was that I was like I know that's what I want to do. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to do it right now. I still want to compete for another five years or, or, you know, whatever. And then I thought, man, if what you want to do is in front of you now, right? even though it's not the time that you picked, but it is what you want to do. So, I mean, I took a leap and just went and did it. And and believe it or not, I I've, I've, have no regrets, zero. Look, you know, looking back, so many of my, my, my I'm going to call them my family. You know, the guys that I was on the tour, even though we traveled all over the country, you know, 20 weeks out of the year, we're at this, we're in Nevada, we're in New York, you know, we're every place in between. And they, they turn into your family. It's yep. people right. that you're with all the yep. time, you know. And every one of them said, there's no way you're going to laugh. You're going to miss the competition. You know what I mean? That, that, that's, that's what drives you, you know, if you're a competitive person. And, and believe it or not, I, I, I haven't missed it at all. It's... I don't want to use something stupid and cliche and say it's my calling, but I don't know. It's, it's it could be. There's nothing wrong with that. It's fun. That's yeah, your I, calling. It's fun. I mean, I I I do. Uh, this year I did 18 events, six days a week, nine hours a day of live TV. Wow. And not one second of that did it feel like it was a job. There you go. I, that, that is that is your calling. I get to talk crap about all my buddies and get paid for it. <laughs> that's great. That is not a bad no. uh, not a bad gig. Oh, that you know, that, that like, sounds like it'd be a, a great idea for a new podcast. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Talk well, crap you know, about buddies. Just talk about your buddies. Right. right. Opportunity knocks. You know, when yeah. opportunity knocks and you're ready, you got to go for it. You know? Just, just so, like what this guy is doing with our town. Exactly. Right. I was just going to say the same thing. And yep. I was just going to say for you, Mayor, when opportunity knocked for you, you were working and doing, what were you doing when that opportunity came available for you to be the mayor? So I'm, I'm, I'm truly honored and blessed to, to uh, I'm still a congressional staffer. I uh, represent Congressman Bill Posey. Uh, today, as his director of community and military relations, I've done that. I'm going into my 12th year, and it, it's truly an honor to serve in that capacity. Uh, something that I'm passionate about, uh, JT, just like your passion, uh, just oozes when it when you talk about fishing. And I wanted to touch a little bit on that, um, so I'll, I'll try to go back there. Uh, because you're a great representative of our city. You, you truly are. I appreciate you that You represent very much. Palm Bay at, at such a high level and nationwide, and that, that's our goal. But as Director of Military Relations, it's such a passion uh, for me to be a conduit, a liaison to our United States congressmen. For those members that are active duty and those members that sacrifice so much for this nation that are veterans today. You know, there's so much that we can say about a veteran from the United States Armed Forces, but it, it just doesn't translate when you say, thank you for your service. I, I believe that people don't understand when uh, someone serves this country. You're giving a portion of your life to this nation and you are property of the United States government. They say you go, you go. You don't, you take orders and that's pretty much uh, how I've been disciplined. Uh, I was honored and blessed to serve this great nation as a United States Marine. I still consider myself a Marine, no longer active duty. But those are the same principles that I I use, those same leadership characteristics that I use in in leadership, whether it's in biblical studies, whether it's in my everyday life, whether it's leading the, the greatest city on the face of the earth. That's just who I am. I wanted to touch a little bit about you know, the stick marsh. And what a gem we have in the city of Palm Bay. Yes. But even so, we even have the Turkey Creek Sanctuary. 
Uh, we have one of the best eco-tourism uh, opportunities here in the city of Palm Bay, and we're looking forward to increasing that capacity and getting that word out. As you know, the TDC uh, provided $1.7 million for our campground. Uh, the way I see that once it's done in phases is, could you imagine a KOA? I mean, that would be nationwide if we are a KOA campground, and then we've got those four corners out there. So fishing mm -hmm. is a, a big um a big tour, ecotourism opportunity that we, we can use. You mentioned, uh, that's why Bass Pro came here. Right. My gosh, they're the number one. Mm -hmm. Number yep. one here in our city. So we're 120,000 strong, JT. Yep. 120,000 strong, and I see us increasing. I really see this. I have a vision for Palm Bay, and, and the vision is prosperity. I, I want to tap into, hey, listen, Elon Musk, if you're listening, we have a great opportunity. We're 88 square miles, and we're only 40% built out. We got a new interchange yep. that you have access to to transport all your technology. So I'm, I'm here welcoming each and every investor into our city. I got a question. Sure. Oh, uh, yes. All right. Well, if you can hold that just for a quick minute. <laughs> we, we just brought up some information that we didn't know, so we'll keep it rolling with the three things you need to know by Longboard Tiki Beach Grill. Uh, Longboard Tiki Beach Grill has live music all weekend from uh, Friday through Sunday. On Friday, they got Island Breeze from 6 to 9. Saturday, Weeks Brothers from uh, 6 to 9. And then Top Hill Crew from 1 to 4. That's at Longboard Tiki Beach Grill. So, gentlemen, three things you, that we need to know about you that maybe we didn't. and We just already learned a couple about you, Mr. Mayor, but if you guys can come up with a few fun facts, maybe, that uh, our audience would be interested to know about you. And we'll start with you there, Mr. Mayor. Keep it rolling. So I am an ordained minister. What? Uh, so mo most people don't don't recognize that, but I'm under the leadership of Pastor Ken Delgado. Um, I am ordained. Uh, so if, if you noticed, uh, some of the leaders throughout our community uh, requested I provide invocation, and invocation is to invoke God's presence into our very room, wherever that is. Awesome. So that is something. Uh, uh, I love baseball. I am a Yankee fan, and, and we had an unfortunate... Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, and, 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 a debacle. Yeah, it was. But listen, they still won 91 games. Yeah, you right? can't take it away from them. And you can't take that away, and I think we could build for the future. Um, I'm And I'm going to date myself, and I don't have a problem dating myself. Back in 1977, I'm in high school. And uh, the Yankees won the World Series in 77. So in 78, I would uh, save my pennies, so to speak. And for $4.50, I would get boxies tickets to Yankee Stadium. For $4.50. Uh, for $4.50. Today, those tickets go oh, for $330. So, yes, and, and there were times that uh, I didn't have the pennies. So I would sit up uh, for 75 cents up in the mezzanine. But you still got to see the ball game. So yes, um, that's I awesome. Love, I love I love baseball. Um, I'll I'll use that old cliche. Baseball has been very very good to me. <laughs> I'm a Giants fan. Are you? And I'm a Giants fan because the polo they, they, I now I'm dating myself because I used to go in the early 1950s yeah. for 50 cents to sit in the center field bleachers. Took 15 cents to take the subway into into the polo grounds. That's so I'm I'm you're just a puppy compared to me. I, I just spent two dollars on a bottle of water. Fifty cents. So JT, what about yourself, real big man? Uh, one of the things that my probably a lot of people don't know about me is I used to be a, a motocross racer when I was younger. Get out and, of here! And it's man. funny that that you just said big man because that's exactly kind of why I got out of that. Is literally I got too big. For the motocross? Yeah, you know, yeah, I'm 6'4", you know, 250 pounds now. I wasn't then. But, but you can't be flying through the air on those things. Like, yeah, uh, I mean, I, I just I got too big for that. But I still love it, still a big fan. Uh, some, of the, some of the greatest uh, motocross racers in the world train down here in Florida in the wintertime, and I've got to go meet some of those, you know, Malcolm Stewart, James Stewart, and some of those other guys. You know, they're not here in Palm Bay, but in Florida, and I, you, I've been to their places and checked them out. Did you ever do any backflips on the bike? No. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, oh, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> that would be cool. No, but uh, – and and probably one of the other things is people used to ask me, what did, what did you do before fishing? And, well, really nothing. I mean, this, this, is, this has been my job my whole life in some aspect – Right. You know, right when right when I got out of uh, uh, of school, I went and started guiding. You know, on different lakes. Uh, I, I started on uh, guiding on Lake Okeechobee, 
uh, down in South Florida, and then I would go up north and guide on lakes up north, you know, in Maryland and, and Virginia in the summertime. Wow. Um, and then, you know, ended up settling here, and, and you know, the rest is history. I mean, this place is this place is absolutely amazing. But, but yeah, that's a couple of little things about me. I don't have any baseball stories like you two. Oh. <laughs> well, I, got a, I have a question that, that, that I'd finally like to get out. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not sure who to direct this to but the word expanding has been used in describing uh palm bay uh and not only in in fishing but uh in a lot of things but especially it says expanding freshwater fishing what do they mean by expanding freshwater fishing i I could i could tell you one of the one of the biggest things that has happened in bass fishing in general happened right here in palm bay a little over a year ago is is we opened headwaters lake so it's a giant it's actually bigger than the stick marsh and it's right beside the stick marsh but you can't even call them twin lakes. some people are starting to call them twin lakes and you can't really call them twin lakes because headwaters is much bigger than stick marsh but it was a lake that was that was built to be a trophy bass fishery so truly what it is is it's a water retention lake for the saint john's river water management district well, there was some really in, in, intuitive people that decided, hey, if we have to build this lake, you know, we've determined that we need more water retention, you know, for, for flood purposes and all that kind of stuff. If we're going to build this lake, we see how great the stick marsh was as a fishery. When we build this one, let's build it as a trophy bass fishery. So they brought in these big D9 dozers and nice. dug all kinds of deep holes and shallow spots and put, you know, put all kinds of structure down on the bottom of the lake and all these little canals and stuff. And, and it has just turned into there is so much habitat. And, and it's not like a regular bass lake. A lot of the, the open water in the middle is, is kind of useless because bass, as, as a fish, they like to be around. The number one thing they like to be around is submerged grass. Mm. They love grass. Grass produces oxygen through photosynthesis. Grass filters the water, makes the water cleaner. Um, so, so they just like to be around it. And the main thing, too, is, is the grass harbors the bait fish. So Gotcha. I want to be where dinner is, right. and so does a bass. Right. So so it, it's just full of grass. Headwaters is full of grass and and it's from one end to the other, north to south, east to west, the whole lake is habitat. It's not a big expanse of open deep water out in the middle that is is useless other than for, you know, water skiing or something. Right. The entire lake. So it fishes huge. Nice. Like you can put a hundred boats on that lake. And nobody is in anybody's way. You could put 500 boats on that lake, yeah. and and it's not in anybody's way. Wow. And, the, and the cool thing is, it's what seven miles from all the things that we have in Palm Bay. So, so the you message know, is clear: if you're listening from uh, out of state, thinking about coming here, get to Palm Bay. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. but that's the thing: we have this. I will say the most amazing bass fishery, and we have all the amenities that you need. Look, you have. Our restaurants, right. you know, you can you can go out on the on the riverfront and and dine in the evening, and then the next morning you're you're ten minutes from the best bass fishing in the world. That's awesome. You know and you I mean? could possibly be watching a launch while yeah, I, while you're fishing. I have seen many launches from the lake. Yeah, but but and and you want to talk about just you know headwaters being absolutely amazing, and you go out there and you have an awesome day bass fishing. Like I said, go go have a good dinner. Stay at one of our many awesome hotels in Palm Bay. The next day, you can go you can go saltwater fishing. You right can down you the can, road. Yep. right. You can go you can go uh, fish the intercoastal for snook, redfish, trout, flounder, all kinds of stuff like there that. There you go. Or you can go right out the inlet and catch sailfish and tuna. And there, in my opinion, there is no place that is within proximity. Of having that much awesome fishing than than Palm Bay, I, I don't think we, any place in the world. Aren't we lucky that you get to go on TV and talk about that? You <laughs> yeah. talk about the Space <laughs> yeah. Coast and Palm yeah. Bay all the time. I, I, it's, it's wonderful. I mean, you can't get it. We can't get any better publicity than that. Now, yeah. what is what is required for those that are listening? And by and for those that are listening, if you should by now be booking your hotel rooms <laughs> and everything <laughs> right. to get down here, what is required to come and fish here in terms of like licensing and things like that? Just a fishing license. That, that's all you need. If you go saltwater fishing with one of our many guides we have around here, you don't even need a fishing license. If you go saltwater fishing with a, a, a registered guide, 
Mm-hmm. Now, if you go if you go freshwater fishing on our awesome bass lakes we have around here, all you need to do is go on go online. It takes two seconds to get a, a recreational fishing license. I think for an out of state person, it's maybe like thirty dollars and 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 maybe fifteen dollars or something for. And, and don't yeah. quote me on that. I don't know exactly. No, yeah, I think last time I got it was like twelve, fifteen, but it wasn't crazy. Right for for a yeah, for, for a Florida Floridian. resident, yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah, then they can go 15. home and tell all their fish stories. Absolutely, is what they can do, is, is, you know? do you need uh, licensing to fish in the ocean? Uh, you do if you're not with a registered charter captain. You do. Okay. So yeah. JT, I wanted to just touch in a, a little bit on what Bonnie Bonnie asked and and uh, transitioning right mm-hmm. when you when you mentioned about. Um, you know, it being exhilarating for the body during tournaments, you know, when age is a factor. Uh, is it more because you have to be so transitional? Um, because you were talking about, you know, age does play a role in tournaments. Mm-hmm. The older you get, the more difficult because it's, it is. it's taxing on the body. Was that what you were trying yeah, to say? Yeah, it, it really is, Rob. And and there's, there's several factors to that. One of them is some of the boat rides that you have to go like some days it's it's blowing 20 miles an hour and the water's rough and you have this massive expanse of of playable field we'll call it whatever you know some of these lakes all around the country are giant lakes and the waves get big and the fish you found in your practice session are 30 miles away you got to go and that's pounding right. your back and i mean and it's you know holding on a steering wheel and waves coming over the boat it's cold uh, yeah. sometimes oh lots of time i've fished yeah. in the snow i've fished times when we've had, had oh <laughs> yeah. yeah had mass yeah. massive cold fronts come through where you can only make about two or three casts and then your your guides are freezing up and you actually put your rod down in the water to get the ice off the guys because it's and warm wow make, well it's, so, yeah. it's still cold water yeah. but it's yeah. warmer than but warmer than, than, than yeah. ice so you put your rod down in there and then it's all artificial. There's no live bait, so you're constantly, ca- you know, casting, working, working the bait, casting the again. The lures and I mean, stuff. Yeah, I mean, you make thousands and thousands and thousands of casts a day. Like all wow. the professional fishermen, we've all had our elbows done, and I mean, <laughs> you know, all I never the, thought all about that. It's like a, what, like oh, a tennis const- elbow type it's, thing. It's constant. Tend- wow. Tendinitis oh, and, and, elbow. and I never yeah, thought about that. Purple so tunnel and all that kind of, like every professional fisherman that's done it for a long time have, have had all their arms worked on and stuff. Okay, I do have a question. And mm-hmm. because I'm not a fisherman, fisherwoman, but mm-hmm. um, question. You said that the bass, fi- the bass fish are like to be in the grassy mm-hmm. area in the yep. water. Yep. Isn't that a problem when you, when you throw out your... Um, your reel, and mm-hmm. then it gets caught in the grass. You, you, you use certain lures that come through the grass a lot easier than others. There's oh, and okay. there's and there's techniques that you can that you can use that that it doesn't get caught up in the grass. But definitely, it's types of lures you can use in in the grass. So we got a so, questions. We we are actually live on Facebook right now. Cool. So uh, we got a question that says, uh, "What do you actually do with the fish after the events?" So now with Major League Fishing, one of the great things of Major League Fishing is that we have a catch, weigh, and immediate release format. So we have an official in every every competitor's boat with an official scale that have all they're all recalibrated every night. So they're down to the you know to the ounce quarter of a <laughs> quarter of an ounce actually is what it is wow. quarter of an ounce. And when you catch a fish, you immediately. Give it to well, you 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 hold it and and the, the official the official stands up with the scales and you clip the fish on there and the official calls the weight and then you just take the clip off and right back in the water the fish goes. That's I a, awesome. I got a so, couple of pictures from your wow. website of you holding really big fish, so I don't know what they are. But. Yeah, so so <laughs> so with uh, and bass fishing, I mean, it, it, you know, it's you're you're allowed to keep state law, you're allowed to keep five, um, but but it's kind of most people that bass fish they're doing it for fun. Right, and they're they're letting most of them go. Um, a lot of times, our saltwater fishing is a little bit different because <laughs> grouper and and snapper and all the saltwater fish that we have here around Palm Bay is just too delicious to let go all the uh. time. <laughs> sometimes we do, sometimes we don't, but most of the bass are all let go. But but with that particular question for the tournaments, yes, they are all immediately. When we first started doing the catch way and immediate release, we were average, averaging having the fish out of the water for twenty eight seconds. And now that we're about three or four years into that, it's like 10 seconds the fish is out of the water. And it's right that back fast. in the water. and yep. Seamless. So when you, wow. catch a, when you catch a fish, or like, can you, do you catch the same fish again? Like, 
Because like, I mean, you could. Oh, I mean, it's. I, I, I don't. Like, I don't. Think dumb it, fish. Yeah, Are you like, trying to find out if they're yeah, stupid or something? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Not, not immediately. It, it's trust me. It's not going to happen. Not immediately. But but yeah. I'm, you come back to the spot two or three days later. I'm sure it would probably bite, bite again. I got. I got down there with a bandaid on its lip. <laughs> you know. I got to tell you something funny, and JT, I think you'll appreciate this. So I, I was. This was years back. I was injured. I was on crutches, and I won't name who this person is because I want to embarrass them. But I went to meet somebody fishing underneath the bridge. He comes out and we're crutching back to where he's fishing. He keeps telling me, he says, I think all these fishermen, they're going to steal my bait. I said, why? He says, they keep staring at me. So as we're getting closer, he goes, also, I'm having a problem with the saxophone hook. I said, saxophone hook? <laughs> he goes, yeah. He goes, I said, really, really thinking? He, he kept losing his shrimp because he didn't have a hook on. It was just a leader. He was putting the shrimp on the leader. And I don't know if the leader is just a little clamp that the hook goes oh, yeah. on to. Oh, yeah. Oh, so he kept putting the shrimp on the leader. When he'd cast out, the shrimp would go, ding, and the fisherman would just scratch their head. Like, What's he doing? See, that's something dumber that I would do. Yeah. Why does he call it a saxophone hook? Because he was looking at the leader, and it, he didn't realize that wasn't a hook. He didn't know yeah. what he was doing, is my uh, point. You can't fish without a hook. That's an important thing. Well, at least I don't think you can. Where do you find these people to hang out with? Oh, man, I'll tell you later it was uh yeah anyway so, so you know what's funny you to mention uh, you said fishing without a hook so uh, most of the you know like i said for 22 or 23 years i've you know traveled all over the country on on what we call the national tours and you get two or three days of practice we, mm -hmm. we call it practice you're not practicing fishing you're out there looking for fish for the competition gotcha you know what i mean you like you don't just go out and just start ah just start casting you know you're finding your arena Right, you're 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 taking the seasonal thing. You know, is it springtime? What's, is the water been warming up, cooling down? What colors the water? The kinds of cover that the lake has. You have to put all those pieces of that puzzle together. So they give us two or three days to go out and and scout. Really, like I said, we call it practice. But but it, you're out scouting around. Well, we do fish without hooks then because you're just looking for the you're just looking for bites. That they really, don't, they don't count when you catch them in practice, as we call it practice. Right. They don't count then. But what are you putting in there to make them bite? It, we use the same artificial lures. You just either take the hooks off of them or bend the hooks. Oh, I or bend you. the hooks down. I see what you're saying. Because you know you cast up beside a log or in a clump of grass or something, and you, right. get, you get a bite. Well, I don't want to catch him now because right. he might not bite again right. in two days when the tournament starts. That's that's smart. Yeah, so we call it shaking them off. You know, but you just you don't have any hooks on there. So we actually do. Like, yeah, half well, the time fish without a hook. You learn something well, new every day, right. don't you? Yes. And I think it's probably a good time for some Space Coast trivia, see if we can learn some other things right here. Uh, Space Coast uh -oh. trivia is brought to you by Beatside Hotel and Suites in beautiful Cocoa Beach, another one of our sponsors of the 3 to one Liftoff podcast. You know we love Beatside Hotel and Suites because, listen, if you're a family person, they have pretty much everything there. They, they'll, they'll give you the, the bicycles, the, the boogies, the, 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 the carts, and they got a beautiful lazy river. Um, this weekend, check them out. They actually have the, um, excuse me, the Duck Dive Mermaid. Which, oh, I love that. Talking about fish. Yeah. yeah, we love mermaids, right? So the, she'll be there between two thirty to three thirty this Saturday. Go check out Beatside Hotel and Suites and uh, tell them that we sent you. And get a pizza. I yeah. love their, oh, their pizza. pizza. They have very oh, good pizza. Great pizza. Yeah. Great pizza. Great, great pizza. drinks. Their pizza is really, really good. <laughs> All so, right. So what are we gonna do? Okay. So uh, I know I told John we had some different, but that was next week's. But so right. this week we actually have. Fishing trivia. Hopefully these, these questions aren't too hard for you, JT. <laughs> JT's in my team. No. <laughs> but so how we're going to do it this week, we are actually going to have the two of you versus Bonnie and Wayne. Now, I, no, I didn't include John. Why did I didn't include John? I'm because I'm too strong. Yes. John is going to be playing for both of you guys, both teams, right? Okay. So how this sounds fishy. I, 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 I see what you did there. I like that. So so how we're doing it? I'm going to read the question, and if you know the answer, say your name, right? If you want the answer, say your name. If you want two answers, say your name. Sorry. If you want John to answer, say your name, but say I want John to answer. Okay, that's how it works. So if you don't think you know it, but you think I know it, call on me. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> Otherwise, I'll just sit back and enjoy. I know yeah. it as sounds... long as JT's on my team, yeah. I'm good to go because I didn't fish in New York City. Just oh my know. gosh. Yeah, but okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and for those watching at home, you guys can see the scoreboard. All right, so here we go. All right, first question. What is the healthiest fish to eat? Is it the Alaskan salmon or big mouth bass? Wayne. Wayne? Lesser salmon. That is correct. Yay, look at you. 
I kind of thought maybe they were trying to throw me for a loop on that one. I, I like, did. No, we, we, don't, we don't eat bass very often, so it has to be. About, I hesitated. Yeah. You just gave us a head start, or him a head start. No okay. worries. I appreciate it. All right. So, what is the largest fish in the world? Is it a whale shark or a nurse shark? JT. JT. Whale shark. That is correct. Nice. One to one. Okay. One to one. All right. What is the fastest fish in the world? Is it a sailfish or a marlin? JT. JT. Those two are really, really closely related, but it is a sailfish. That is correct. Okay. okay. Man. <laughs> oh, come on. You give a pro on, fisherman yeah. fisherman question. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah, Brilliant. That, that, that does seem <laughs> good. Yeah. Right. That's my point, John. Don't, don't we have, don't we have <laughs> any congressional questions? Yeah, like Bill Evans. Right. Don't we have any, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Who is the mayor of Bombay? <laughs> Wayne. JT. That's the bonus know, question. All right. What is the dirtiest fish to eat? Oh, my God. Mm. There, there, I, there's no keep it clean, gentlemen. There's no multiple choice for that one. Oh, there, seriously? Oh, I made it hard. I had to make it harder because oh. I got a pro fisherman here. I, I know what it is. I can't think it, of the name, though, because are you they, giving, it's a pr- No multiple choice. Uh, no multiple choice? No, so just. Tilapia. No. Catfish? I didn't hear your name. Rob. Wayne. Yes. Okay. All right. Really? Really? Tilapia? Tilapia? No. Oh, my God. Did you just come up with that city slicker? Yes, sir. sir. Wow. Do you you want a little bit more? Nah, I'm not. It's true, but. (laughs) What's that? One one of the places where they raise tilapia for sale Uh is in sewage treatment plants. It is. Are you serious? Mm -hmm. What? Yep. Uh, they don't got to be kidding. All right. Excuse me. I got to go to the restroom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's making some tilapia. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to eat tilapia anymore. Oh, my God. Well, I had no you know, idea. we actually, ha- in our lakes around here, we actually have a lot of tilapia. It, it's one of the only, you know, Florida is one of the only places that Florida and, and uh, Texas are one of the only places that have tilapia. And that's actually a big deal out at uh, Three Forks Marsh. Three Forks. There's, there's several guides out there that go out there with airboats and actually do the bow fishing. Like they have a bow and arrow and shoot the tilapia. Stinky really fish. popular so to do. That's why they say we're so wow. full of it. Ah, look at you. Everybody's so yeah. funny today. Wow. What's the score? It. Are we tied? It's, are they tied? It's 3-1. So this, oh. this, this next one is worth two points. Oh dear. So come on, Bonnie and Wayne. You got this. Dolphins travel in family groups called what? Is it pods or schools? Bonnie. Bonnie. Pods. That is correct. All right, Bonnie. All right. Ty. Ty Breaker. All right. Now, I got these questions from elementary fishing questions, so. <laughs> Come on, man. Oh, gosh. The, the, the dirty fish one was the elementary one? Yeah. Because uh, I would have yeah. never guessed that. I mean, tell up. That's great. All right. True or false? Are dolphins fish? False. Wayne. Wayne. Mammals. Well, true or, true or false? Oh, a False. That is correct. Nice. Come from behind, Wayne and Bonnie. John uh-huh. didn't even have to do anything. I'm telling. Listen, that's and, and, and how I like Rob it. Rob was correct, except he forgot yeah, to say his say name. Your name. Come on, Mary. You know all about well, them. I think I did oh the same God, thing, so too. Funny. Like I tell my kids, because you won, you get dinner tonight. Good job, Bob. <laughs> it's like I should have said, what is fish, right? <laughs> what is what, what Jeopardy? Yeah. <laughs> well, that was that was Space Coast Trivia brought to you by a Beachside Hotel and Suite. So thank you so much, Beachside. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. awesome. <laughs> All right. So let's go back to when you thought or when you knew what you wanted to do for your passion, because you said that you've been in fishing like pretty much all your life. I have. How old were you when you won that first tournament? That Did that change your mind about what fishing was all about when you won that first local tournament? Absolutely. It. Uh, <laughs> I, I was, I don't remember exactly, probably 18 and and uh, I remember we won sixteen hundred dollars. It's a team tournament. Nice. Yeah. Uh, a buddy of mine and myself. And at that point, I knew that like there was the Bassmasters on TV and stuff like that. But I didn't even know there was local tournaments. And I kept going to you know this this one particular lake uh, where I grew up. And you know you'd run into guys at the boat ramp at the end of the day, and they'd say, "Hey, youngster, whatever they called me, you know." How'd you do today? And I'd be like, oh, well, I caught, you know, four 16-inchers and two 18-inchers and all. And they're like, yeah, right, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And this went on for about a year. You know, I'd run into these guys. And one day I ran into them up there, and they said, you know, you're always talking about all these big fish you catch. Why don't you put your money where your mouth is? On Saturday, there's a tournament up here. And I was like, you mean like the Bassmaster stuff on TV? And they're like, well, it's not that. It's just, you know, 
us local guys, but you throw 50 bucks in and, you know. Deal. Right. You bring your biggest five in. You know, they have to be alive. You bring your biggest five in. We weigh them and then let them, let them back in the lake. What time? Right. You know, they were like daylight, you know. Try me. And, and, and uh, you know, long story short, I won that event. Yeah. You know, and they handed me 1600 bucks and at 18 years old. And Heck yeah. Yes. That's a million dollars. 1990 right. whatever, you know. I was like, you were riding high. You oh said, yeah, this is where I'm, I'm going. I mean, like, yeah. Like, Listen, let's like, keep it real. There's wow. a lot of people right now. With, with, I, I, I would mind sixteen hundred bucks for fishing, right? But yeah, I mean, it was like it was. You know, I was. That like, was the I, beginning. I, oh yeah, and it that. just it was every weekend right. after that. It, you know, it just he was hooked. So the land of the pu- the puns over here in Palm Bay, and, 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 and there was a lot of ups and downs in my career. You know, it wasn't great all the time, but I mean, there was probably more ups than downs. But you know, God always puts a path in front of us to and he tries to keep you humble yep. and make you, yep. you know, make you learn stuff. And, and and I've been blessed to be able to do it the whole time. So. I love That's it. Awesome. So what about you, Mayor? What 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 led you to what you do? So uh, my my story is a little different. You know, my my vision was to wear the uniform. My vision was to serve. My, my vision was uh, law enforcement, military. And uh, then there was a point in my life where uh, I lost my first wife. Mm. And then in that process, I, I was angry with God, right? Um, mm-hmm. I, was, I was very young. And uh, I ran into uh, an individual that uh, showed me the love of God. Literally, like JT sitting right next to me. And I said, how can, how can someone be that way? And so after I poked him a few times, he led me to the Lord, and that changed my whole life and, and gave me a different perspective on servanthood, right? And so that created the path where I'm on today. And, and I, I literally heard uh, the call, and no pun intended, uh, there is a, an effort when, when we go and we move forward uh, in whatever that call is. But uh, something my dad always said to me, and, and it was, you're not going to work if you love what you do. Mm-hmm. That's right. And I love what I do. And so the passion that I have in serving in the realm of politics, in the realm of government, is, is just that. It's a passion. Uh, and it is in work. I love to lift families up. I love to serve people. I love to serve the veteran community and helping them navigate either you know federal bureaucracies or, or whatever challenges that people face because we all – have obstacles. We right. all have different challenges. So even in my my clergy role, it's about being able to help the individual or the family see things from a different perspective that God really loves them and he can make a way. Because I truly believe in John 10.10, 10, it is the thief that comes to kill, steal, and destroy. Mm-hmm. Jesus uh- came to give us life and life more abundantly. And so, mm-hmm. yes, am I passionate about uh, my relationship with God? Absolutely, because he took me out of uh, such a, a dark place in my life. And, and you're speaking to a man that shook his fist at God. You, you were born to serve, though, clearly. A military, yeah. the city, you know, the Lord. I mean, you were, you were born to serve, and you've got such a great, upbeat personality. Yeah. And you really do. Every time I, I, I you see you at meetings, you really yeah. do. So it, I think you're, you're a perfect choice for Palm Bay and, and for our community. The lights are It's all coming from him. I wanted to take this opportunity because, you know, you run into greatness every so often. And, and uh, I, I have... You know, one of the first things I, I created when in the military, we give challenge coins for every unit, every unit. You, you have a challenge coin. Mm-hmm. If someone does an outstanding job, uh, you, you give that individual a challenge coin as a leader uh, of the community, as a leader of the unit. And so right next to me is greatness. JT is an outstanding representation nationwide, having people look at the greatest city on the face of the earth. It is the greatest city. And, you know, I am honored to be next to him. So I created these challenge coins uh, on, on the front side. And I'm not sure if you can see it, but it has the motto of the United States Marine Corps. It's the Eagle Globe. Hold, and hold it out there. The, your camera's right there. Hold it out. It has the, the uh, Eagle Globe and anchor. That's near and dear to my heart. And then on the other side, it, it's uh, the logo of Palm Bay. And on the, on the other side, it says, a servant leader through God, honor, and integrity. Hashtag Palm Bay Proud. 
And then nice. uh, Mayor Rob Medina, Marine Corps veteran. So I wanted to take this opportunity to honor this great man that represents. He's a great ambassador for the city yes, of Palm is. Bay. And I want to take this opportunity in the in the military. We 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 do pinnings and then we also provide challenge coins. So JT, congratulations! Awesome. Thank you for all that you do for our city and bringing the light to Palm Bay. Oh, I get to, oh, I Rob, to, I get to, I get to use this button. This I, fantastic. I appreciate that so much. That I, I mean, this will be something that I'll cherish for a long time. I re, I really do. That's, that's awesome. And you know what I'm going to have to do, too? I'm going to have to get a little audio file of that and have that little button underneath this. So when I have this displayed, right. I want a little audio file of that so I can hit that button. Right, and, I'll, and I'll never forget this moment because of that awesome. sound underneath it. <laughs> Yeah. I, re I really, awesome. I really do yeah. appreciate that. That 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 mean that means a lot to me. And you know, I've I've heard you guys say today about the, you know that you feel like I do a decent job at, at representing Palm Bay. It's easy to represent something that's great. It it really is. It's easy. It's and 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 even some of the people at the Tourism Development Council and stuff, they say you know that a little bit like you that you're so anim animated when you start talking about our, our area. It's easy because it's awesome. It is. It, we, like, we have everything for everybody. And, and I know I'm kind of like in, on the outdoors side of it. But we have everything here. If, if you're one, one of the coolest things, and, I, I, and maybe I'm getting somewhere in this podcast where I shouldn't be. Maybe we have another step. Anyway, I have to say this. One of the coolest things that I've heard time and time again from people from out of out of the area coming to to our place, and and a lot of times, you know, I, I'm into the bass fishing thing a lot. So it's it's people that travel into bass fish, and they say the coolest thing about Palm Bay is that I can bring, you know, mom, wife, whatever, come along, and and the people in the family that don't like to bass fish, they go to the beach. Yeah, it's a couple miles away. Yeah. They go to the beach for the day. The the part of the family that likes to go fishing. They drive five miles this way or eight miles this way mm -hmm. and go fishing for the day. Everybody gets to do what they what they like to do. I've heard so many people say that, that mom and daughter went to the beach and dad and son went fishing all day and then they get back together in the evenings and do it's This area is absolutely amazing. Well, absolutely. my one thing, too, in Palm Bay is, is, the, is antique shopping. And you've got some ah. great antique shops that are right there in a row that you can go and enjoy. And I love that. Right on the river as well. So, so it's so many, very nice. So many things to do. And, and, some of the, and, and, and I don't want to downplay any place, but some of the other areas where people travel to, to bass fish, like Kissimmee and, and, and Lake Okeechobee, they just don't have that kind of stuff in that kind of proximity. You have to drive an hour right. to go to right. the beach or to go do some, some cool antique shopping or anything like that. Here in Palm Bay, everything, everything is, five, is right or, there. five or ten minutes away. Well, I'm just waiting for the phone to ring and people saying, hey, I'm going to book my room at the beachside, <laughs> yeah. you know, and just check book it out. Book in Palm Bay. Book hey. in Palm Bay. Absolutely. Well, Space Ghost Fun Guide, spaceghostfunguide.com brings to you Space Ghost Deal of the Week. I'm going to tell you everything that there is to do. We talk about Palm Bay. Beautiful thing about the Space Ghost is, for those of you who listen from all over the country, we have so much to offer here throughout the whole county. Uh, this week's Deal of the Week is Kennedy Space Center Visitor Complex, which actually we will be at next week. Next They're week. having a food festival there that we'll learn more about, mm. which is fantastic. You get to eat. If, and, and if you go to Kennedy Space Center, I'm sure you guys have both been there. Absolutely fantastic. They've got Planet Play now, which is awesome for the kids. But the whole park is absolutely incredible. And you talk about, you know, there's you go see Atlantis. You have to go see Atlantis. You'd be proud to be an American at that at that reveal at the end. It's fantastic. So with, with SpaceCoastFunGuide.com, if you go check out our website now, we've got the coupons online there. You could save up to $250 per adult, up to $15 when you go to Kennedy Space Center, use our coupons. And then when you get into the county, pretty much at every major attraction or accommodation, pick up your Space Coast Fun Guide. You'll see the racks in there. So Space Coast Fun Guide deal of the day, Kennedy Space Center. And uh, again, get down to the Space Coast. We have so much to offer. Sounds good. Hey, hey John, when you talk about chow, uh, you know, chow. food. Yes. Yeah. 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 I, I got to tell you, when it comes to chow, the city of Palm Bay has such a diverse opportunity for different restaurants you got colombian restaurants right mm -hmm. la estancia de luisa right down babcock street 
you got a, El Salzón Criollo. It's a Puerto Rican restaurant. You got to teach right me to down. say it like that. Yeah. I know. Say that uh, name again. Salzón Criollo. <laughs> Criollo. It, it, I love you it. You know, it's Puerto Rican cu cuisine. Then you've got soul food with skibos right on Palm Bay Road. They have the best. Nice. The best ribs around town. I'm just saying, oh. when it when it comes to delicacies within the city confines of Palm Bay, we have Cuban restaurants uh, in Henry's Cafe. There's such a diverse opportunity for chow. I, I love to eat. And, As do I. And, and, and As I do I. When I <laughs> We're feel eaters. Like, yeah, you know, pizza's one thing. You know, you, you've got different uh, taste buds. You know, you go uh, burgers and the whole nine. But when you want to spice up your life, Come down to Palm Bay and visit these restaurants. Oh, man, you couldn't have a better advocate right here. Yeah. We have two great ambassadors here for the city of Palm Bay. We want to thank you both for taking the time today to come in and just rave about your city. And we're so blessed to have you both as, as ambassadors for the Space Coast area as well. And, um, again, would you tell us your website so that we can go to J.T. Kenny's website? So anything, if you just put in J.T. Kenny Fishing, it's okay. J-T-K-E-N-N-E-Y. Just put JT Kenny Fishing. I don't care if you're Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, anything. I'm on all of that stuff. I encourage everybody to come check out all, all my social media. I put a lot of time and effort to make sure there's a lot of content. And some of it's kind of funny. Some of it's informative. Some of it's somewhere in between. Um, but like I said, YouTube, it's JT Kenny Fishing. Um, and then if you want to check out some of my commentary for the tournaments, uh, it's Major League Fishing. And we're on all kinds of networks. We're on uh, Discovery Channel. We're on Outdoor Channel, World Fishing yes. Network, Pursuit. Uh, I think we're going to be on Sportsman's Channel now. Uh, nice. So, it's everywhere. Yeah, it's, it's everywhere. Great. It's everywhere. And then my my show, it's called The Fishing Show with JT Kenny. That's on uh, my outdoor TV right now and uh, probably coming soon to the outdoor channel as well. So, Wonderful. So any place, uh, if, if you can't find me, if you want to check out some fishing stuff and probably hear some little funny things in between, if you can't find me, you, you're something's wrong with your just browser. Just come to Palm Bay and look for you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. We'll find you just out in the water. Just Google his name. And how about just you, Mayor? What's, what's your website? Yeah. <laughs> there it is. I love it. So uh, it's Palm Bay You know, what's interesting is when I raised my right hand November 23rd of 2020, I made a, a, a really conscious effort to stay and keep the community informed. So every month I have a mayor's message. Uh, this past mayor's message, we had two opportunities to conserve and preserve life. We had uh, managers and uh, bystanders and staff at Publix. As an example, uh, we had a, a patron that uh, had a heart attack, mm. and they w went right into action, and they they saved the, the gentleman's life. Great. And then right on the other side of that, uh, at the Palm Bay Aquatic Center, we have teenagers that are lifeguards. And whenever you face adversity, guys, you, you just don't know how you're going to react. Well, these teenagers, they dove into the pool, grabbed that individual, and provided CPR and 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 saved an individual's life, a 15-year-old. So we're going to honor wow. them. I listed that in my mayor's message. But every month, there is a mayor's message. You can check it out at uh, palmbayflorida.org and, and just Google the, the mayor's message. I love Wonderful. It. Well, thank Greatness. you guys so much. And as we said, next week we are going to be at the Kennedy Space Center Visitor Complex because they are having a food festival that's going on now through um, November. And they're going to meet. we're going to meet the chefs that are cooking these great meals. And they're also oh, going to give it. us some Heck food yeah. sampling. Yeah. And we'll be right there at the Kennedy Space Center. So Tough I job. Hope you join us then. I know it's gonna be rough, <laughs> but thank you all. Thanks for listening, and thanks for writing in your questions. And you guys, thank you so much for being here. We really appreciate thank it. Thank you, man. Thanks. Thank thanks you. for having us. That's a wrap.